Hello and welcome to Cross Street Coaching. I'm your host, Jason, from Hawthorne Union. This show is designed to be bite-sized information on personal growth, career, and leadership development, and professional coaching. Hello and welcome to another episode of Cross Street Coaching, the show where we find out and discover the people who support and develop other people, how they develop themselves. And joining me today is my friend Brian. Hello. And Brian, how do you like to be introduced? Um, just like that, honestly. I have no preference. You can literally call me anything. Can I call you Al? Sure. I mean, if that's what floats your boat. It doesn't. Just calling you Brian is going to okay. float my boat. All right. Fair enough. So, Brian, why did you agree to talk to me this evening? Uh, well, we had talked about doing podcasts for how long have I known you? Three, four years? Something like that. So Five, six? Whatever it may be, mm-hmm. basically since, you know, we started hanging out. So, yeah. Yeah. I found out you had a new podcast and I was like, I want to be on that. I don't know what I'm going to do on that, but I want to be on that. Well, here you are. <laughs> so this is a podcast that is about coaching, but sure. also we've done several coaching demos. So with your permission, I'd like to go ahead and do a coaching demo today. Let's get into it. All right, let's do it. All right. So what would be most valuable for you to take away from our conversation? Um, I'm not entirely sure what, what I would like to take away from this conversation. I mean, you and I have had many conversations and one fairly couple months ago, but it kind of helped me get into the mind space of, Hey, this is, this is the end goal. Like, how do I start making my way there mm-hmm. um you know and i'm i'm slowly trying to figure out the steps to get there but you at least talking to you that one night it helped me like kind of get in that mindset to this is where i need to go how do i go that way yeah and for yeah. those of you playing at home brian is, is pointing off to the corner of the room hey <laughs> i don't know what to do with my hands <laughs> it's like so tell me a little bit more. What is the end goal? The end goal, ideally, is to have an old dog rescue. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it doesn't technically have to be old dogs. However, old dogs are tend to be the ones that people overlook in, you know, the humane society or whatever. And about two years ago, something like that, this place up north opened up called the old mud hut. And I was like, that's what I want in my life. Mm-hmm. They just have a bunch of old dogs and, you know, they have some people that volunteer there and whatnot. And I was like, that's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. How did you know that is what you want in your life? Um, I, I don't know. Like I, so I always enjoyed having animals, but I never really had a lot growing up. We had a dog and I was, I feel like I was too young to, properly understand what having a pet is you know and had you know a hamster and whatnot but never really had a lot of animals growing up and then my sister got you know she became a vet tech she's like now her tan- town's uh animal shelter manager like doing this whole thing and i was like that's that's awesome but also the idea of it kind of freaks me out because she has to like put down dogs and whatnot but it wasn't until um, me and my now wife started dating and she had a dog. Like when we met, her dog was, I don't know, 
eight or nine, something like that. So older for that older. dog's breed. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I freaking love old dogs. Like, for the most part, they'll be like, yeah, let's go do stuff. And they'll be like, no, nah, I just want to go nap now. <laughs> yeah, just love on me and I'm going to go take a nap and yeah, I'll see you later. And I always, I don't know, that puppies are too much for me. That's not how I am as a person. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Old dogs just appeal to me. And so what is it about those old dogs? The ones that are like, you know what sounds good? Nap time. Because that's kind of how my brain works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I want to go outside and I want to go on like a, you know, a couple mile walk. And after that, I want to eat something and go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take a, take a two hour nap and we'll see what happens from there. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so what is it about? So from going from an old dog mm-hmm. to saying like, this is definitely what i want to do with my life and this is the end goal take me there how did that bridge happen well i don't know so i basically my wife's dog well i guess it's kind of both of our dogs but you know it's her dog Mm -hmm. um having that dog in my life i realized how much i love dogs like you know i spend half my day just looking at pictures of dogs online (laughs) or watching videos Hopefully they're not too sad. Sometimes there's a website called the Dodo that just posts some really sad dog stuff. Anyway, not the point. Um, And so just like I fell in love with having a dog. And then we got um, another dog that was my brother's. And I I don't know, just makes me so happy having dogs. Mm -hmm. And they're both old. Uh, And so, yeah, I was just like, I want to do something with animals. Like, especially because my wife's, like, really into animals and stuff. She, like, she's always been. So, um, she just kept sending me, like, oh, this dog's, like, nine years old and it hasn't had a home for six years. And I'm just like, oh, that's freaking sad, man. <laughs> that is sad. So, that's kind of, like, what prompted that goal, I guess, is just having these dogs in my life because I've never really had a dog in my life for any extended period of time. And then, you know, just seeing all this crap that's going on with how bad some people treat animals. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, I want to change something if I can. I don't know. But yeah. Can you? Um, ideally, that is my goal, uh, is to get to a place where I can afford to, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. So, knock on wood, hopefully. Why do you have to knock on wood? You know, stuff happens in life. Stuff doesn't always go exactly as planned. And, you know, so I'm going to shoot for the goal of having an old dog rescue. But in the end, if I can only help, you know, a handful of dogs along the way, I guess I did what I could. Yeah. So, certainly, if you didn't have this thriving business, but you are able to make an impact for a few several dogs. Right. You think that would still be hitting the target? I mean, sure. Like, as long as you can help some of them. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, yes, ideally, I would like to have, you know, several acres, you know, 20 acres of land and just have a ton of old dogs. But if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. As long as I can... You know, we've been thinking about getting another old dog. Uh, 
it's a little bit of a weird sore subject right now since Abby passed, but Mm -hmm. you know, just as if I can't do the end goal, just, you know, picking up old dogs along the way or the, you know, the ones that have been severely mistreated or whatnot is secondary goal, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So talk to me about your level of commitment there, because I'm noticing that already, you know, before you've put a, a primary plan in place, you've talked about creating a secondary goal. And so what's the question exactly? I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm not exactly getting no. what the question is. It's totally fine. This is how it goes. All right. So my question is, is where would you place your commitment level to your primary goal? I have a pretty high, like commitment towards it, I guess. Um, the, I just know that it's going to be a ton of work and just kind of luck to get to that point. Yeah. Because even like a lot of those shelter or, you know, the rescues like the old mud hut or what have you, they rely on a lot on people giving, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's dang near impossible to do that yourself. And so if that, that's kind of the thing that I, in my head, am always like weary about is like, will people be willing to help? You know? And so that's, that's where my hesitancy comes from sure. in the whole thing. But yeah, I know my drive to do it is there. It's just like, will the random outside sources that need to actually come together as well, will they be there as well? So I heard you say that it's going to take hard work and luck. Yeah. And what if that wasn't true? What if it only took hard work? Would that change what you do? Nothing only takes hard work. Yeah. There's so much luck in everything that happens. That's at least my belief. Sure. You know, I wouldn't have met my wife without luck or, you know, the, not to say that, uh, like, I don't know. Yeah. There's just everything you do. Every celebrity you idolize everything like that there's this hard work mm-hmm. you know like a decent amount of hard work in there for them but it's also f ton of luck sure that's how i feel everything in life is hard work and luck okay so not just your end goal but essentially everything that brian is going to take on is mm-hmm. going to require those two ingredients Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of life in general, in my opinion. Yeah. So I'm still kind of picking up, you know, and this is just an observation, Mm -hmm. that there's still a little bit of hesitance to say, like, this is absolutely what I'm going to do, and I'm doing it. The hesitancy, I guess, I don't know where that comes from, honestly. Um, Because that's so far down the road. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh in life like you know this is something that i want when i'm retired sure and i'm not like a spring chicken anymore but i'm also not that old so it's going to be a while before this even becomes like a kind of legitimate thing okay 40 years or something so 
I guess that's where the hesitancy comes from. Like in my thought process about it is just how much time is in between here and there. It's a great question, but I'm trying to look at it in shorter bits. Okay. Um, so I had talked about it, um, with Jackie recently about how I want, like we're, you know, she was like kind of going over what she wants to do within the nursing field. Mm-hmm. And then I, she was like, Oh, what do you want to do? And I, you know, that I've been thinking about this my entire life, but I'm never, I've never been one of those people who's like, I want to be a fireman. Like I want to, you know, be a cop or whatever. I don't want any of that. I mean, I think I wanted to be a fireman when I was a kid, but mostly I just wanted to slide down that pole. And I did that because my dad was a fireman, (laughs) but, um, I, I've always, I don't know. I like my brain panics a little bit when it comes to like, what do you want to do? Because that's so permanent. Mm -hmm. And I don't know when it comes to something like that, like my brain's like, well, I want to do that, but what if I don't like that? What if, you know? Yeah. What if you pick something and you don't like it? Right. And so, but I feel like I'm getting to that age where I've got to just be like, who cares? You've got to do something. Like you can't just keep on this kind of maintaining path that you've been on. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we had talked about it for a little while and, um, coming up within this year, I'm going to start a vet tech school. Interesting. Yeah. I always told my sister, I can't do what you do because of what you do is freaking rough, but I'm going to do what she does. Okay. (laughs) I don't think I'll be as good as she is because, you know, she's so much better than me in my head, but. And how do you know that? How do I know that? Mm-hmm. Um, I've known her for 32 years, and I'm pretty sure she's better than me. At, <laughs> at life? Or at, at life. A, at a at life. For, you know, both. Kind of. Yeah. She's like, she kind of went on a rough path there for a little while, even when she was doing her vet tech school up in Denver. Rough path. Mm-hmm. And then ever since she left Denver, like once she graduated, she left Denver, moved back to California. It's just gone up and up and up. Like, she's just done so well just in life. She, you know, met her husband. They have a house. They have, like, 50 animals. Not really, but they have a lot of animals. Yeah. Just everything. They just had their first child. Like, everything is, you know, on the up and up for her. And, you know, this was already by the time, like, she's been doing the vet tech thing out there for freaking... 15 years almost, mm-hmm. something like that. I'm like, I'm only four years younger than her. And yeah. I like, haven't started that trajectory, any sort of trajectory like that to kind of, I've always been a late bloomer on this type of stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So if you're a late bloomer and you, you know, and for the, again, those of you playing at home, Brian's making this hand motion where it sails up like an airplane. Yeah. And if you were to go up and up and up as well, Mm-hmm. How does that change it? Because your sister has her own path. Well, I, I mean, I guess I just use her as, I don't know. I tend to base, 
not necessarily base what I do off of other people exactly, but I'm like, I don't know. You can't help but just as a human being, like, look at someone and be like, well, I'm not closer to, you know, their level. Sure. But then I, like, but if I honestly, if I sit back and think about it, I'm like, I'm not in a bad spot. Like, I'm really not. Like, yeah, I don't have the best job in the world. However, I have a wife that supports pretty much any weird plan I have. (laughs) I, like, randomly was like, you know what? Yeah, I would like to stream. And she's like, have you ever done it? And I'm like, no, no. And it would cost a lot of money to get there. And she's like, all right, well, you know, let's just start buying the pieces one at a time and... We'll go from there. Dream like gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, not that I would be great at it. Not that I particularly think I'd be great at it. It's just like, that looks like a lot of fun. What if you were great at it? I know. Yeah. You never know unless you try. But, and then, you know, just like the first time we talked about podcasting and we tried to do it mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, it was just like, oh, that's awesome. Go do it. I'm like, yeah. I am, you know what? Yeah. I am. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like I don't have, I, I have a pretty solid life. I have a great wife, an awesome dog, you know, I have a roof. <laughs> yeah. I'm not living on the street and I'm not starving. Like that's pretty awesome in my book. But you can't, I feel like when you're, when you're younger, I don't know if it's the same now, but you know, you're always like, you got to reach this American dream type, like very successful. Like, I don't know. There's this whole package that I feel like people try to sell you. And that, not to say that doesn't work for everyone, but I guess, I guess it doesn't work for everybody. Does it work for you? I mean, sure. That would be cool to have all this, but it's, I feel like they sell it as like just a straightforward path. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've never been a straightforward path type of person. So what kind of person are you, Brian? I just wander about until I end up there. That's the type of person I am. I just, yeah, let's go, let's go check out over here. And, uh, I don't know. Let's see what happens. I'm a, I'm a, let's see what happens type of person. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I feel like some people judge you sometimes for doing stuff like that. Who? I don't know. Just like, because you're not. You're 32 and you're not, you know, where people think you should be. That's, they might not say it to your face, but you can see it in their eyes. <laughs> and what, what people are those that have such great power to influence over you? They don't really have that much power or influence, but it's, it's like, I was having a conversation um, with one of my partners this morning and she was like, saying something about how she can't be at that job for you know ever and she was like not that it doesn't work for some of you like you guys do really good at what you do (laughs) and she's like kind of like eyeballing me and i was just like all right make me feel bad i guess like it's like she didn't want to make me feel bad but she was like i can't be here for six years like you have been okay (laughs) yeah so it's it's you know it's not like straight out like get your stuff together, Brian. But it's little bits that come off in conversations. And yeah. 
So what if that's true? What if some people can't be at the same job for six years like you have? What does that change for you? I mean, it doesn't it doesn't change a lot. It doesn't really change anything for me, like how they live their life. I don't care how people live their life as long as they're not hurting people. It's just the little like jab comments. Yeah. Like not very pointed, but there's a little bit of point on there. Okay. Yeah. So we've got a few things going on. We have this this dream, this mm-hmm. goal, this passion, yes. and you put your fist out there. You put it way out, out from your body. And then you talked about, you know, kind of your sister and how comparing people and now the, the coworkers that do the little jabs and you have a wife that's awesome. And Sorry, supportive. I'm kind of all over. That's the way yeah. my brain works. It's kind of like, oh, there's a, all this stuff connects eventually, but I'm just going to throw it all at you at one time. Sure. That's just how my brain kind of. Welcome, welcome to being a human being, right? That's how the human mind does work. See, but a lot of people can like, all right, here's my train and I'm just going to keep going along with this. And I'm like, and then this, and then this happened, and then this happened. And then like eventually I'll just shove it all in one place, but it'll, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that sounds great. Not traditionally my experience. Most of us bounce around like a Jack Kerouac novel. So it's fine. I don't know how to read. (laughs) So where do you want to go from here? There is all these ideas bouncing around. Yeah. So basically the next step is to just um, start school for being a vet tech. Yeah. And then, you know, I like even if that isn't what I want to do, mm-hmm. which who knows? It very well couldn't be. Um, I just figured doing something like in the conversation you you and I had like two months ago or whatever it was. Like you were like, I don't know, do something in the field. And so I was like, yeah, you know what? That's something in the general field of uh, having an old dog rescue is being a vet tech. And it doesn't hurt to have that kind of medical experience when it comes to them. So I'm going to choose that, kind of stick with it for a while and just see what happens. That's pretty much all I can do is just see what happens. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. And so in this method of seeing what happens. Mm Mm-hmm. What is in Brian's control? I mean, pretty much everything's in Brian's control. Everything, honestly. huh? Yeah. I thought everything took luck and hard work. Well, the the luck is, the luck is, you know, when you're trying to get a job. But, like, I'm trying to think very, because I tend to go too broad with problems. Okay. And I get overwhelmed. Yeah. So, and then I just kind of like shut down. So what I'm trying to do with this is like get into vets, vet tech school. Mm-hmm. That is the only thing I'm focused on right now. Sure. And then eventually it'd be graduate from vet tech school. And it like, I'm just trying to take it little pieces and not look at it like, okay, so Brian's got to go to vet tech school. He's got to, you know, graduate from there. He's got to, you know, get a job with the local vet or whatever the case may be. I'm just trying to focus on each little bit at a time. Yeah. And you're going to solve a global hunger and world peace at the same time. I mean, that's, well. that's it's on the table. Does it feel that way? So overwhelming. Um, uh, honestly, with a lot of, a lot of problems in my life that yeah, aren't, um, you know, minute, like, Oh, I don't have any clothes. Like that's a small problem, but any of the bigger problems in my life, they kind of 
turn into solving world hunger in my head. Sure. That's kind of what they always done. Like, I don't, I don't know why that is, but it's always just turned into like, it should just be doing this, but then it turns into doing all of this and my brain can't handle that. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I have a problem with problems. (laughs) (laughs) If people didn't have a problem with problems. I probably, there would be no well, reason for this podcast. They sure, would have sure, no sure. job. Sure, but you know, you. Yes, I understand. You are a normal person. You have problems. Mm-hmm. You don't seem like the type of person who takes your problems and you know you're like, oh, this is my problem. Everything else is my problem right now because <laughs> this thing is my problem. Where my brain goes, everything's this problem. It just becomes so overwhelming to me. Yeah, and is there something wrong with that? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that per se. It's how my brain decides to handle it a lot of the time. That's the problem. Okay. How does your brain decide to handle it? Oh, that's too much to work with. I'm going to do something else. Gotcha. <laughs> like I, instead of solving the problem, getting stuff worked out, my brain just goes, no, we're not going to deal with this. Mm. So what do you do instead? Anything to tr- distract myself, honestly. Like what? Um... Hang out with my dog, you know, play some video games, whatever, take a nap, whatever the case may be. No, that's too big of a problem. I can't deal with it. I'm just going to, I'm going to throw myself into work or what have you. Yeah. And I, so one of the things that I'm picking up that you can't tell over audio is that you're making these big hand motions when you talk about the problems. But when you start going into the little things you know, talking about the retreat is that you make these small hand motions, things compact, even when you were talking about going into vet tech school. Mm-hmm. And so if you have these big problems you can't solve, right, all these things you can't control because it's luck and hard work, what's the easiest thing to control? What to watch on TV? Yeah. I mean, where to sit with the dog? <laughs> basically. That's why I picked that because it's not hard. Like, it's very simple. It's straightforward. It's right there. But that's why I tried to make a point, like you were saying, with my hand motions. And, like, when I was talking about vet school, I was doing something very small and compact. Yeah, you're making, because, like, a little inch symbol yeah, with the two Basically, fingers. because I'm, that's how I'm trying to look at it is just, like, that. I'm trying to change how I think about attacking problems. Yeah. So... That's why I was doing the inch symbol with my hand. And how's it going so far? I mean, honestly, we like this conversation with my wife just happened a week ago. So, I mean, there hasn't been a lot of progress in that camp, but at least I have an idea in my mind now. And that's, you know, that's how everything starts with an idea. So I have that idea. And then, you know, over the next, I'm not really thinking about a whole lot considering I have vacation coming up next week. Mm -hmm. But after that, you know, like within the next month or two, that's when I'm going to try and start pinpointing down like every little step I have to make to get along the way. Yeah. Okay. So talk to me about that. If you're thinking about every little step you have to make along the way to achieve the little goal, Mm -hmm. does that feel overwhelming? No, that's, that's why I keep, reinforcing what I'm saying with little or making the little hand gestures, keeping everything tiny because I have to 
remember remember to like stay focused on this little bit. Otherwise, my brain's just like, no, too much. I so, can't handle. Yeah. So if you're trying to beat this kind of, you know, years of sat- stagnation, you kind mm-hmm. of just said cruising along. Yeah. Right. And then you do the, and then again with the hand motion, where you just make the little wavy <laughs> symbols with your hands straight out of your body. What is going to break that cycle? Now that you have a great goal, you realize you have a supportive spouse. I mean, that is legitimately the, like, what is breaking the cycle mm-hmm. is there is, you know, I have that support from not only her, but I know, like, once I actually have this conversation with my family, they'll be like, yeah, because I haven't really talked to them about it. They've got all sorts of stuff going on. Um, and then I've had this conversation with you and you're just like, yeah, go get them, Tiger. Yeah. And, you know, so, like, I have this pretty freaking strong support group and i know i've i've had that for quite some time but it's just my brain getting in the way of itself not allowing itself to get into that support structure but now i'm trying to fully embrace it so you're trying to fully embrace a support structure yes and so i'm curious what about if you put a date to it a little bit of teeth i mean so the Date would be when the fall semester starts. So what's that? September, August, something like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my general start date. Okay. Um, or not my general start, but that is my my goal. I'm shooting for is to get everything I need to get done beforehand, so I can start school whenever the fall semester starts. I think it's September. I don't know. It's been so long since I've been in school. Yeah. Uh, eight, nine years. And those classes I took in college were just for the heck of it. There was no, like, I'm going for this. I was just like, I like music history. I'm going to take some music history. I love art. I'm going to take some art classes, see what happens, you know. <laughs> and sure. There was no point to it. I just did it to do it. Just kind of going for the motions. Yeah. So I don't know exactly how school works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been way too long. But how, yeah. How are you going to find out how school works now? Just doing it, you know, just, just throwing in myself there. in the deep end. Let's see what happens. Okay. So you're going on vacation. Yeah. You're going to tell your family. Yeah. What is the next step that requires Brian to make an action? The next step, I guess, would be to get, um, what is it? FAFSA? I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, so that's, that's honestly the next. So... You know, I work for Starbucks mm-hmm. and they do ASU for free or whatever, but you still got to sign up for the, um, the FAFSA or whatever. Yeah. I think that's part of the whole thing. And I don't, I don't necessarily know if I will go through ASU just because they don't have, you know, a vet tech program, but they might have something to help me like at least like base courses so I can, you know, kind of get through the baloney that i need to get to in order to get to the actual course i'm not exactly sure how that works i guess honestly the first step is talking to someone at the college (laughs) oh okay yeah that sounds good yeah and when do you think you're gonna do that um i would say probably at least two two weeks after i get back you know i'm trying to make this as soon as possible okay at least get the ball rolling on that stuff as soon as possible so it's february now when we're when we're recording this yeah, so 
by the first week of March, hopefully. Yeah? Yeah. So how are we going to keep up with your progress? How are the listeners of Cross Street Coaching going to know that you, Brian, have achieved? I mean, I can always come back. Okay. You know where I live. I do. That's sounded weird, but <laughs> you know where I live. I do I know where you live. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can always come back. I, I got nights free half the week, so. Yeah. Why not? Well, awesome. It's been. If they want to keep hearing my rambling, because I do ramble a lot. You know what? I think people do. People do want to hear your rambling. You know why? Because a lot of us ramble. Well. And I guarantee you that more than not, a lot of people have felt in a similar situation or have compared themselves. And that's the reason why. It's a lot. Yeah. So, Brian, what are you taking away from our conversation today? I don't know how much I'm... Not to be a dick, (laughs) but I don't know how much I'm actually going to take away from that because you and I have had this conversation a couple times before. And, you know, I, I think, I think that just the more I put it out there, the more it makes it real to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of just, that's kind of what I'm doing here is just putting it out there, making it more real in my head. So I can't just like, you know, because I've made plans for like fairly big things in the past, but I kind of keep it up in my head and I'm just like, eh, if I don't do it, nobody knows. And now people will know. Now people will know. So that's kind of, yeah, that's, that's, that's my takeaway from this whole thing is just throwing all this stuff out in the ether and, you know, yeah, making it real. Okay, so Brian, where can people find out more about you and if you accomplish this? Um, I mean, people can't find out anything about me. <laughs> I don't social media. I don't understand the point of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, anytime you want to have me back, I'm down to come back and just kind of give you status updates or we can talk about anything and everything. It doesn't really matter. I'm kind of an open book. Let's do it. All right. Okay. All right. We'll leave it there at that. Sweet. Thanks for tuning in. For more information on Hawthorne Union, you can go to www.hawthorneunion.com or reach us at info at hawthorneunion.com.